everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Queen's Lounge. So today I wanted to ask a question. And the question I wanted to ask was to the parents. Now this question is, what is the right age to prepare your child or children to become young adults or adults? Now the reason why I asked this question is because all of my girlfriends that I'm close to have children. And one homegirl in particular, shout out to Shalice, she has two teenage children. Her oldest daughter is going to be embarking on a new journey in her life. She's going to be graduating high school this year. And she is giving her tools to prepare her for this next journey and next chapter of her life. So me, her and I, along with another one of our girlfriends, sat down and we're just throwing out tools and things that, you know, they use or have used to prepare their child or children for adulthood or becoming or becoming young adults. And we did this in stages. So I wrote everything down because we had a lot that we discussed. We had a lot that we talked about. So I wanted to make sure I covered everything. So if I'm not looking at the screens because I'm looking at my paper, because I want to actually get everything on the paper out onto this video. So the first stages are ages one through five. And they're preparing for preschool. They're preparing for kindergarten. In that stage of their life, they're talking and walking. They are learning alphabets and numbers. They're putting on their shoes. They're writing their names. Although we know that this is a very important part at this age of their lives because they're being mobile. They're being verbal. They're telling you what they want, what they don't want. They're telling you, you know, their alphabets. They're spelling their names. They're writing their names. You know, that is an important part at this stage of their life. And it is preparing them for the next stage of their lives. Ages 6 through 10. They're tying their shoes. They're picking their own clothes out. They're cleaning their rooms. And this is teaching them responsibility. There's a little girl that goes to my church by the name of Trinity. She is such a cutie pie. And I remember this one particular Sunday she came to church. And you can tell just by looking at her that she picked her own clothes out. And I love it because she looked so adorable. She had on the cutest tutu. She had on striped leggings. She had on this really cute jacket. She had on snow boots. She looked super, super cute. And I loved it because that is a... Um, really good sign of her independence. That's a really good indication that she's ready to embark on the next level or next stage of her life by wanting to pick her own clothes out. You know, by mom, I want to pick my own clothes out. Let me pick my own clothes out. And I'm pretty sure mom didn't want to fuss with her about picking out her own clothes. So mom just let her pick her own clothes out. And she looked super, super, super cute that day. So that is another stage of a child's life, ages six through 10, learning how to do those things. They're in school. They're, you know, developing friendships with different people. They are at the stage where they're starting to talk more because they are around kids their own age. Ages seven through 13, they're making friends. They're starting their cycles. They're having an understanding of their body parts. Now, I know this is an awkward stage for most kids between the seven, the ages of 7 and 13, especially 12 and 13, because right around, right around that time, the young ladies begin to develop their cycles. I know for me, I started at the age of 12, and it was a very awkward moment for me, uh, but my mom sat down and had that conversation with me about what to expect, uh, the remedies, things that I could take to make sure that you know, I'm properly doing what I need to do to make sure that um, I'm clean and all of that kind of stuff when that time of the month does come. So I know that for certain parents, they prepare themselves for this moment because they know it's going to come. And not only do they know that it's going to come, but they want to make sure that they prepare themselves for any questions that may be asked to them. 
And I know when it comes to kids, they don't have any, uh, they hold, it's a whole nose bar. Like they just say what's on their mind. You know, they just say what they're thinking. And so it may take parents, it may catch parents off guard at most times because they don't expect their kids to say a lot of the things that they do say. But I'm pretty sure at this stage, since the parents know that it's coming, they can prepare themselves for such, you know what I mean? Especially with their young ladies um, embarking into, you know, that teenage, young adult part of their lives, developing their cycles at that age, teaching them what they need to know about that part of their lives. So that's another important part for the next stage of their lives. Ages 14 through 18, they're working. They're getting good grades. They're starting to date. And they're preparing themselves for their future. Now, I know that at that age, I know when I was in high school, they were kind of having the conversation with us early during my freshman year about going to college, what colleges I wanted to look for, uh, where I wanted to go, if I wanted to go in-state, out-of-state. Um, they were also throwing around the idea of, you know, different scholarships and things like that that I may be able to go out for. And at the same time, working. And, you know, uh, trying to get the have the balance of, Working and going to school. And I know that when you're in school, you can only do part-time hours because you still have to maintain a certain GPA with your high school grades. So I know that most parents sometimes, depending on the parent, they want their kids to have the experience of working. But at the same time, they want their schoolwork to be intact because that's going to be a significant part in them getting into school. You know what I mean? And getting, you know, the right jobs and, you know, having the right careers and things like that. So for my homegirl, she was explaining to me that her daughter wants to work and her daughter has such a wide range of things that she wants to do with her life. And she's such a smart young lady. And um, I know as of now, she's very active. She does boxing and wrestling and things like that. So she's, she's a very active young lady. She has a lot of things that she wants to do with her life. And she's such an inspiration to every young lady that she comes in contact with. She's an inspiration to every young lady that, you know, she speaks to. And things like that, her friends and things that are close to her. And I know that she was, my homegirl was explaining to me that um, she was trying to get her to have the understanding that she can't do everything she wants to do. You know, because if she's choosing to go to school and choosing to work, that's enough in itself. And then depending on what you go to school for, you may not even be able to have a full, or have a, you know, a full-time or part-time job because you're going to be so focused on what this career is that all your attention is going to have to be on that. And so between the ages of 17 and 18, they're embarking on, you know, um, your teenage years, your young adult years. You are at the legal age. So where there are certain things that you can do legally by the state that you live in. And um, she also explained to me that at the age of 18, there is a lot of things that you're hoping that they that they thought about or a lot of things that. You, the tools and the responsibilities that you gave them at an early age before they turned 18, that, that that those are things that they keep in mind when they go out into the world. Because I know that as parents, there's a lot of stress on you when you've given the tools and given the responsibility and the child is the complete opposite of that. Or it doesn't turn out the way that you thought it would, that you thought it would. But I don't think that the parents should carry that stress on their back. I don't think that the parents should carry that on their mind about, you know, what they didn't do wrong, what they did do wrong. There's no manual for being a parent. So you do the best that you can. And the love that the kid or that your children has for you will definitely show through the things that you've taught them and the tools that they now carry 
into their adulthood. And so, you know, I say to all parents, you are doing an awesome job. You're doing a fabulous job. The preparation for your child at an early age shows in their adulthood. There is no right age to start to teach your kids how to be young adults or to be adults. It starts from when they're young until they reach the age of where they're no longer in your home. There's a constant uh, teaching. There's a constant, you know, saying. There's a constant doing when it comes to teaching your children how to be uh, proper working adults in this society, how to be an asset and a good asset to the working world, how to be a good asset to, you know, the uh, world that we live in nowadays. We got enough adults that are doing the complete opposite of what they should be. And so you as a parent, I'm sure that your duty is to teach teach your children and give them the tools that they need to make sure that they um, that they embark on this journey as a good adult and as an adult that is doing whatever they need to do to make sure that you know, they are being a good asset to the society. So all in all, keep doing what you're doing as a parent. You're doing an awesome job. For you not to have a manual to do what you do, you are rocking it. And it's appreciated. I'm pretty sure your children are appreciating it. I know I appreciate my parents for every sacrifice, for every, you know, conversation, for all the discipline, for everything that they taught me as an adult. I do not take it lightly. And not only that, but the love and the respect that I have for my parents, I know as an adult, there is a certain type of level of respect and integrity that I have to hold because I do still carry their name. Although I don't live in their, I don't live, you know, in their home, I'm not under their roof, I still carry their name. They are still my parents. So I still have a duty to them as their child to make sure that I am carrying their name the best way that I know how. So thank you so much. For tuning into the Queen's Lounge, please like, share, and comment on this video. Please follow me on Instagram at QueenDynasty88. Please like and follow my page, the Queen's Lounge, on Facebook. I'm also on Spotify and every other platform that you listen to your podcast on. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day.